Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRVA. It is Friday. Yes, yes, we have made it. Congratulations. Self-high fives all the way around. About an hour from now, my uh, brother from another mother, Stan Andrews, he's going to be here. You find him during the week over at the Certified Auto Repair. But Saturday mornings, where do you find Stan? Right here. Yeah, absolutely. Hosting the uh, best weekend radio show anywhere in the garage. And he'll be along in an hour, get an idea of what it is that uh, he's going to be addressing tomorrow morning, bright and early. Uh, Congressman Rob Whitman's going to be with us at 535. Uh, we just heard that uh, Speaker Mike Johnson is going along with some sort of a an economic package. And I, ugh, what, what, what am I going to do, dig through all this and try and understand it? No. Dr. Dave Brad, who is like three of the most brilliant people that I've ever met, uh, longtime professor of economics, now the uh, assistant provost out at Liberty University. And he's not here on behalf of Liberty. I should make that clear. He's just here to offer his perspective. Uh, Brad Economics on Getter is where you find him. Dave, good afternoon, sir. Hey, great to be on, Jeff. Thanks much, brother. Oh, absolutely. The pleasure is always mine. Although, as I've warned everybody, every time we chat with you, people are are looking for sharp objects and and things to hurt themselves because you, you never. <laughs> I have know any, that's right? not my fault. No, okay. no. All right. So, uh, Speaker Mike Johnson says, "Hey, don't worry about it. We got this one kajillion dollar deal together." What is he really talking about? Nah, he's new in. He's got the weight of the world on his shoulders, and uh, unfortunately, uh, the package he's signaling is is a disaster. Right back mm. when I was in Congress, the budget uh, was five trillion, and now it's seven trillion. And uh, you know they're talking about, you know, the best package they've had in a decade. Uh, and you know he's he's a truth teller, but un- unfortunately, the truth is we. We've never had a budget agreement in 10 years. So to have the best one in 10 years when you've never had one in 10 years is not saying a lot, right? So that's that's a little humor. Uh, but yeah. all that to say the conference is not happy. Uh, he made promises uh, that he would stick to the appropriations, uh, you know, normal, normal process, do the 12 bills uh, and get some savings and shut down the border. And now none of that's happening. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of discontent again. And this does matter, right? This is not 
people are, you know, discount this reality. This is just politics. Right. Uh, this is not just politics. For some reason, Mike is on the hot seat when the Senate hasn't produced one of 12 appropriations bills. Right. And yet the House is on the hot seat because the press uh, plays uh, political favorites and goes after only one party, right? And as you said, all, all political views are just my own. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. just saying, right, it's it's not a fair game. It's all tilted. Wow. Uh, Dave Brad is joining us. You should be following him over on Getter. Brad Economics is the, uh, the handle over there, Brad Economics. Uh, there was an adjustment, Dave, this past week on unemployment figures. Apparently, and, and I guess this is like a rounding error, but uh, every single month in the last year, the Biden administration was wrong on the amount yeah. of jobs that were created. Do we have anybody competent working doing that, or is this just par for the course? Well, it, it's just all political, unfortunately, right? And what gets reported, what doesn't get reported is even worse, right? We're going to grow at 1.5% for the next 20 years. Uh, the unemployment rate, you can have that come out, but what they don't tell you is people working more than one job is at its all-time high, right? People are having to work two to three jobs to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Right. And that part's always missed out. And then they don't tell you that part time jobs grew and full time jobs shrank at their fastest rate ever. And then they don't tell you that 25 percent of the new jobs are in the government sector. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. And the government sector, you know, unlike your everybody listening to us that works for a living. Yep. Uh, if you make a bad business deal, you go bankrupt. That's the right. government never goes bankrupt. There's no scrutiny. There's no review. You just get more government spending year after year, and that's what causes, right, the government crowds out the private sector. And, you know, I mean, history is replete with the evidence on that, right? The Soviet Union, the government got too big, uh, and now it doesn't exist anymore. China, uh, the government's getting too big, and it's cracking up. The United States, the government's getting too big, and hello, people. Do you care about your kids? Yes or no? Uh, Time to make some decisions. It is time to make uh, some decisions. Uh, we're going to need some more information. And so here's what I have to ask you. And I, and I, I always ask this uh, of you because you understand this stuff. I'm looking at one of the charts you posted, and I, I'm thinking, man, I'm seeing my eye doctor because I can't make heads or tails. I'm looking for the big yeah. letter E in there. But but you can actually <laughs> – Serious. But at least it's in different colors. It's it's nice to look at, but I don't good. know yeah, what Yeah, I love means. the colors. Yeah, yeah colors oh. are good. Fantastic stuff. But uh, the the uh, the Fed's job is to, quote, stable prices. The chart is not stable. And I will tell you that even I can see that this is this is not the image. Right. Stability. Uh, Right. You go all the way back in this to 1915. So explain to everybody, for those who are not yet following you on Getter, Brad Economics, explain what that, that chart's about. Yeah, well, here, here, you know, I've, I've kind of broken away from my libertarian brothers and sisters because they assume utopia, right? They assume yeah. we have free markets when we're trading with, uh, you know, countries like China yep. that are communist totalitarian states. So I got some issues now, but the, the libertarians are great on monetary policy. And so this is a graph about the Federal Reserve system mm-hmm. going back to, like you said, 1915, 1920, and it shows uh, that the Fed, the Federal Reserve, their their primary job is to have stable prices, meaning you know, inflation running at zero forever and not ruining your life. And then you know, on top of that, they added the mandate for low unemployment. Well, if you look at that chart, and everybody can go out to it, and it's, it's toward the top of the stack now because I just posted it uh, this week. Uh, but you'll see anything but uh, stability. The stock market's going up and down like a yo-yo, way up and way down. 
And then underneath that, I got a chart that shows Schiller, who won the Nobel Prize in this kind of stuff at Yale. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, it shows that the market, uh, you know, back in 08, the Fed printed too much money in 04 and 05. And that money had to go somewhere. So you all remember it went into real estate uh, and that created a giant bubble that popped and left with a financial crisis. Well, go look right now. We're at similar levels. Uh, The Fed has printed way too much money. They kept interest rates at zero percent. They created a bubble. And so now you'll you'll hear uh, folks like uh, Jamie Diamond at Mm -hmm. J.P. Morgan. He's starting to hint. Uh, that we got some serious problems, and he's not on, you know, probably my side of the political aisle either, right? He's right. a Fortune, Fortune ten yep. firm, right? Head of J.P. Morgan, one of the biggest banks out there. Uh, but he's starting to hint that we're going to have some credit problems coming up. Uh, it's and it's just a matter of when we lose confidence, right? The government stepped in with two and a half trillion dollars of stimulus spending to keep this fake economy rolling. Uh, but it's going to fade, and when it does, boy, it's not going to be pretty this time. It's going to be just like 08, crash and burn, stock market comes down, the millionaires make off like bandits, the top 10% own 90% of the stocks and bonds, the top 10% own 90%, just to repeat, uh, the poor take it on the chops, small business takes it on the chops, they get upset, and there's probably a wave election coming up if that happens, just a wave going toward the populist direction. Dr. Dave Brandt joining us. Uh, Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Brad Economics over on Getter is where you're going to uh, be able to follow Dave and uh, learn all about this. I, l- let me ask you something that's probably silly, and it used to be consigned to the uh, to the people that were crazy, right? You, you're going to need to wrap tinfoil around your head to ask a question like this. <laughs> but, but, Dave, wasn't there a time that these little pieces of paper we carry were tied to, I don't know, silver or gold, yeah. a finite yeah. amount, so you kind of yeah. knew? I mean, what happened to that? Yeah, well, we used to have this thing called virtue in our society. The kids (laughs) can read about this thing called virtue in the history books because it's hard to find anymore. If you find any books in the public schools with the word virtue in it, you know, please email me. That's right. Uh, So that's a little dry humor for you, but unfortunately, I think it's true. Yeah. And so, yeah, in the past, uh, the Federal Reserve, you know, was tied to gold until 1971. And then they went off the gold standard. And, and, you know, that's lovely if you can be tied to gold because then you cannot cheat, period. Mm-hmm. And so then you're hoping, okay, well, your political leaders and the elites, right, and the leftists, Woodrow Wilson had all these elites at Princeton and 
trying to set up the world based on elite rules so that the uh, executive branch could run your lives. Right. But it turns out the elites are just taking care of their own. Yeah. Right. So yeah. th- now they've created this boom bust cycle that we just got done talking about. Mm-hmm. And it is very hard to go back onto gold. So I don't want to make it sound like there's some simple uh, position. Okay. But if you had discipline, right, if you followed the Taylor rule out of Stanford, John Taylor, he followed Milton Friedman, uh, we'd basically be in a much better uh, place. And Congress, by the way, is over, has oversight over the Federal Reserve. So the the awful economy they've created for us for the past 30 years, and you'll see charts underneath there, right, for, Mm -hmm. uh, for, for 30 years prior to 1971, when we went off the gold standard, you'll see our productivity was growing at 4%. Wow. After 1971, we're growing at 1.5%. Just saying. Yeah. And also, after we broke away from the gold standard, you'll see a decoupling of productivity from wage rates. Productivity is the wage rate, right? The amount of stuff you make per hour mm-hmm. is what you should get paid if the system is fair. Right. Uh, but when productivity goes up, and worker wages stay flat as a pancake, mm-hmm. that's a sign the rich are stealing from the poor. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is, you know, uh, this is not Marxism, right? Because I don't want the rule by communist diktat. Mm-hmm. I want the American people to just weigh in with Judeo-Christian morality and say, let's restore a fair system under a democracy. We don't want a bunch of communists ruling over us. That's not what it takes to have a fair society. In fact, that will produce a tyranny and ruin. Right. It's much better to have everybody involved in a fair system. And so that's, we all got to get back to some fairness in this economics uh, before the leftists and the globalists take over. Now, Dave, you're at Liberty University. You are surrounded, yeah. I'd like to think, by some of the uh, the best and the brightest. Yep. As, as you you yep. talk to the students there, you interact yep. with professors do you have hope coming from that group that there there are people there certainly imbued with virtue who understand values? Are they going to position themselves in the political arena to make the sorts of changes that that you say need to be made? Yeah, well, I'm in a you know I'm in the middle of uh, you know the, the the best of all possible worlds here. The kids have a biblical worldview. Yep. Uh, we we were just talking today, right? Yeah, Moses, for example. If you talk to most young people, and even some Christian kids these days have been, mm-hmm. you know, taken over by the modern culture, and these Ten Commandments, they say, well, that's nice if you believe in those, and I believe in them, but, you know, you don't. Well, no, the, the point is, if there's a God and there's Ten Commandments, they apply to everybody, universally, period. Yeah, yeah. Right, and this is, the, this is kind of the break, that uh, yes. now the minority uh, view is taking over the majority view. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the middle of a great uh, group of students uh, that got faith and morals, and they, they, they volunteer to help everybody in society. It's a great place to be. Uh, but as you've seen, like a, the Wall Street Journal poll about eight months ago, religiosity uh, and patriotism are down 30 points in the past five years. That's a yes. drastic fall off. So, yes, our kids are going to go out and, and, and do their uh, duty as Christian citizens and work in the public square as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if the rest of the uh, republic uh, doesn't want to engage in, in protecting the institutions that made us great, 
and they're they're not you, you, they're they're not based on religious claims, right? The rule right. of law that's right uh, is not based on the, the 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 type of religion you're engaged in. Our founders mm-hmm. were geniuses that way. They gave yes. us a republic that was fair to all the the, yes. the human rights from God. Yep. Uh, the, the, we 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 made sure to protect the rights of minorities above anything. That's right. Uh, so we that's did right. that, and we've got a great track record, better than any country. But now a, a very small minority uh, factions are claiming that they want to dictate the, the school books for the majority. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know where in the world uh, in, in, in the history of thought that that's ever been applied successfully. That will cause a societal breakdown. Well, Dave, I, I think it was Vivek Ramaswamy used the phrase, it's the tyranny of the minority now. Yeah, and, and it, yeah, it, that, it, he is it, a smart guy. Yeah, he sure is. I mean, it's just it's horrible what's going on. I mean, I I, I look at the students uh, at Liberty, and then as you know, my Harry, you know Harry well. I mean, there he is. He's yeah. in the belly of the beast at Stanford, and I don't know what uh, yeah. what yeah. What, com- what comes out of that. Have you guys got a law school at Liberty? Yep, we got a law school, and Stanford's got the Hoover Institute and a couple sane people, Victor Davis Hanson. They got a few good ones, but you're right. The uh, the richer they are, the more off base they get somehow. I'm telling you, it's tough. I, I every time I visited the campus, I mean, you go to the Hoover Institution and and you yeah, see it, yeah. and it's beautiful, and there's Hoover yeah. Tower and the rest of it, and then you look around and go, uh, I guess today's an off day because <laughs> right. some, there's some widespread craziness. Uh, Dave, I always appreciate you being here. I'm so thrilled that you have agreed to come back uh, on a weekly basis. It's just so uh, it's so important for people to understand the reality of this. I remind everybody, Brat Economics on Getter is the place to follow you. Every day you've got something there, Brat Economics. Dave, I thank you again and uh, wish you nothing but a blessed weekend, my friend. All right, brother. God bless everybody. Take care. Have a great weekend, Jeff. Thank you, brother. Thank, thank you, brother. That is Dave Bratt, a former member of Congress. He's the assistant provost out at Liberty University now. Uh, well, yeah, look, Harry's destined for law school. He's been, I've described him as our little litigator since he was about two years old. I'm, I'm just trying to convince him that uh, Harvard and Yale, they've had enough people go there. He should uh, take a look at Liberty. Maybe I can get Dave Bratt to make him a phone call. It is Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.